0: oh my goodness what happened to that operator 16 guy does he even like do a podcast anymore i mean he started doing well and then he's kind of like went away from it all like what is that guy's problem Oh, what is up you guys it has been a minute literally it's been over a month since we talked welcome back you guys hope you're having a wonderful monday morning if you don't know if you're new to how we do things here if you're not exactly sure on how we get down my name is Operator16, and this is the Awkward Kids Podcast where, where I awkwardly talk about everything that I love. Okay. I love K pop. I love hip hop. I love talking about mental health. This is where we combine everything that I love and I kind of give you guys my crazy thoughts. Um, a little bit about me for everyone who's new, returning, you, you don't really know what's going on. I am a rapper. Um, you can find me on on all major streaming platforms underneath Operator16, all one word. I am a poet, um, which I kind of took a break from that, but we'll get back to that. I am a blogger. I am a podcaster. I am a music fan. And basically, I came up with this podcast. idea because I got really tired of having to sit on my phone and laptop and write articles and Physically blog about hip-hop 24-7, I figured I could do much better gathering stories throughout a week and coming and sitting down and talking to people in this realm rather than, like, actually, you know, trying to get people to look at my ugly, disgusting face because I'm not a looker. So, this is what we do here. Welcome to everyone that's new. Please like, subscribe, whatever you have to do. Share with a friend. Give me five stars. I need you guys' interaction. This is a podcast that is supposed to be interactive, so it does not work if I do not have you guys interacting with me, all right? That is the key thing here. I need interactions from the people listening. So share, tell your friends, do everything that you have to do. So why have I been been gone? Well, in the... to be completely honest, I was trying to balance everything and it was too much. I was, you know, in my K-pop life and making music and trying to to work and um working on another podcast which is um which will be back soon. Um by the way, if you guys know my other podcast Time and a Half show, um that will be back soon by the way. Um rebranding, getting back to it. Very excited for for that. Um So yeah, basically I was doing too much and I already have sleep issues and have to monitor how much physical exertion or like energy that I put out when I'm doing things. And so having to sit here and talk and and do it and edit and figure out what I want to talk about, it was just a whole lot that was stressing me out. And so it wasn't easy, but I had to take a time off from blogging to, to to get my mind right. But now that I've got my music kind of going in the direction that I want to and I know what I'm going to do, um, I'm back in the blogging room. F- few updates about me before we dive into it. One, I have scrapped all plans for an EP or official project this year. I'm not saying that one won't come about throughout me making music, but honestly, I don't have the budget right now, and, that, and I feel like I could just get further putting out Consistent good singles rather than trying to like force a project that may not come out as high quality as I wanted because I don't have the budget to like put into it. So, but that does not mean music isn't coming, there's plenty of music coming. I have a new song I know. It drops Friday on all streaming platforms. I know by Operator16. Please, please, please go pre-save that. The link will be in the description of this episode. Please, 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 please. please. All right. Um, Thank you for 75,000 Spotify streams, guys, um, in over 54 countries officially. Thank you to everyone in Buffalo, New York. Over fifteen thousand streams. Thank you to everyone in the Netherlands. Over thirteen thousand streams. For some little country in Europe to be rocking with my song so hard. Um it it really means a lot to 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 me guys. Excuse me. Um I've never had that kind of love. This is I'm still so new at making music and getting responses from people that I don't always know how to take it. So thank you for all the love. New music coming soon. A lot of new music coming. Thank you to um, Lean Mean. Thank you to um, Above the Rest. Thank you to Chris Livingston. Everyone who helps make this dream happen. Um, Thank you to Xavier, Bryce. um, The people who I send music to, to listen to before it comes out. You guys know who you are. Thank you so, 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 so very much. And last but not least least you know what I have to say. You know what I say every single episode before we get started. So no matter where you are, please say it with me. Mental health is wealth. Please take care of yourself, guys. Make sure you are taking care of yourself mentally, but also physically. Make sure you do everything that you have to do to make sure you keep a smile on your face. Because if you don't keep a smile on your face, odds are no one else will. All right. Now. It was. Also, just a slow first quarter in hip hop, like painfully slow. I had no idea why there were just no projects dropping in the first three to four months of the year. And of course, naturally, that's when my dumbass d- decides to start a podcast because, you know, I've always wanted to, to do a podcast and, you know, I've figured out. Through my blogging and k-pop last year that my big ass mouth is definitely something that people will listen to so i said screw it like why not start a podcast why not do it but there was just nothing to talk about and i even listened to like other hip-hop podcasts and even they were just like struggling to find shit to talk about that was actually worth me sitting down and actually giving you you guys at least 20 to 30 minutes of your time be, be, because i'm still so new right so while eventually I would like to do two hour podcasts and things like that, no one's going to sit down and listen to two hours of someone they don't know. So my goal is to always give you, you, you guys at least a good quality, like 20 to 30 minutes. But if there's not enough shit out for me to give you that, how the hell is that going to happen? So I took a break from it because I was stressing myself out. And now I'm back. Now I feel great. Now I'm ready to dive deep into the bullshit that's been going on this week. So let's talk about it. First of all. What's going on with your boy Little Zan? Hey, pop the chunk, open up my soul, yeah. First of all, I like Little Zan. I don't know why he's like. Uh, okay, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop myself. I know exactly why Little Xan is not liked in hip hop. But what I'm saying is that I don't understand why Little Xan gets the constant hate that that he gets. Constant hate. Okay, so the man's not a fan of Tupac music. Is that blasphemous? Fuck yeah, it's crazy. Obviously, we know there would be no little Zan without Tupac, right? Like, let's just obviously take it there. But everyone's in, entitled to their opinions. Everyone's entitled to 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 not like something. And y'all are out here running down on this man at the gas station with his girl. Like, you don't look hard running down on a five foot five Mexican kid, a light skinned Mexican kid at that, because he said Tupac. Was, was born. And that's why he pulled a strap on your ass. And yeah, he might have been a bitch, but your ass was backing up, though. So, a bitch with a gun is still a, it's, it's still a someone who, who can kill your ass last time I checked. Allegedly. 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 He pulled a gun. I forgot. I have to say allegedly. it's something I'm, I'm getting better at. Saying allegedly so these fuckers can't sue me. Because trust, I've had label people in my DMs. I've had to deal with motherfuckers getting mad at at what I say, the only difference is, is that now I realize I can turn you motherfuckers off because it's it's my phone and none of you niggas pay my bills or live in my house, so I don't necessarily give as much of a fuck. But I still gotta deal with y'all bullshit. So allegedly, because the police are investigating, so so, so th- this has turned into a a criminal investigation. The police are investigating what happened into little Zan pulling this gun. Um, once again. The kids being made fun of to to a day on the timeline. They said his ticket, his concert tickets are going for like two bucks, but it's like I see niggas clowning, bro. At least Lil Zan can get people to come out to his show. Period. Half of y'all niggas can't 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 get your own mama to stream stream your fucking song. So the idea is to sit here and clown someone because they have two dollar tickets. At their show, maybe he wanted it to be affordable. Maybe he knows his core audience is young people and teenagers and can't afford $40 ticket prices. There could be a million reasons why Little Xan ticket prices are $2. All right? And trust. I would love, love, love for any of the K-pop shows I went to to be because trust, this shit is expensive out here. These concerts, these motherfuckers think a lot of themselves. They they think a lot of people, a lot of artists out here think a lot of themselves because they want you to pay ungodly amounts of money for me to, for me to sit and watch you sing. And I usually will do it so I'm not complaining. I'm just saying like why are we dissing someone whose concerts are actually affordable? And last time I checked bro, Little Xan tours a lot. Like I don't know what show that was. That was two bucks but that that kid's always torn in, in Europe. He's always doing something. Like I don't think little Zan is out here like hurting for money. He he hasn't had a real hit in a long time since his um since um since his breakout hit. And I don't even know i i if he's still with um his his major that he was signed to or I don't know if he's still even working with um with with um Bobby Johnson. Like like he was at some point. But either way, Leave that kid alone, guys. He 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 probably won't even be around in, in five years. Like, what does it matter? I don't understand what's the point of running down on someone at the gas station for something that happened last year. Uh, eventually, y'all gotta learn to let shit go. $2 concert. Man, I'll be at the Lil Xan concert. Geek, just fuck off them $2 concerts. <laughs> but, uh, as I say, speaking of k-pop concerts and just k-pop in general while i was gone you all know i i went to two bts concerts i'm a huge k-pop fan very much in love with how k-pop at its core embraces hip-hop and rap and r&b and pop music and soul music and it kind of blends it all together to like create this really dope artistic vision and i always tell people if american acts put a fourth of the artistic vision into their shit that i see in korean music or in k-pop because i don't want to necessarily say all, all korean music i don't know all korean music i believe so many of these artists would be more respected like frank ocean did 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 a whole photo book for an album and it was like seeing that the this amazing thing right i have a photo book on my shelf from like a k-pop group and right? And 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 I, and and I can take you to like any K-pop store and show you twenty thousand photo books. Like it's a normal thing. So I really do love K-pop for the artistic expression and for I believe what is just really good music. However, however, sometimes K-pop makes me take a moment and address some things. So. For this week's K-pop moment, we're going to talk about blackface in K-pop. I'm sitting there this morning. I'm recording this on Sunday, so you all know. I'm sitting there this morning, and I'm scrolling down my my BTS stan Twitter page. Because that's what you do. And I see hashtag protect mamamoo. Mamamoo is a very hot up-and-coming k-pop group they're not as popular in in america as blackpink is blackpink has done like coachella and they've been on tv like they're who they're super popular but like i would say mamamoo is like right behind them like if if they put in like a solid year this year you will probably hear about mamamoo between like this year and next year if you haven't heard about them as as far as just just in general not even necessarily in k-pop but in music in general. So I, I see the hashtag protect Mamamoo. And like I am shocked by what I see. Never thought in a million years it would be Mamamoo to be caught up in this. But apparently like two years ago before I even knew who these ladies were. They did blackface. Now I know what you're thinking. Oh they're cancelled. No. I'm going to systematically explain to you what I said on my YouTube page today that has gotten over 700 views in six hours. Over 150 likes compared to one dislike. And mind you, I haven't used this this page in like five months. Mamamoo did this because they were doing a parody or a cover of a Bruno Mars song. They wanted to dye their skin or make it darker to look like Bruno Mars. Once again, problematic, but I'm going to explain why this isn't racist. If you have very little experience outside of the Eastern Hemisphere, and you don't ha- and you don't know too many black people, you don't, you've never experienced black culture. You have probably only seen a handful of black people in your entire life. How am I to blame you for 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 for, for something like that? If you don't know better. How can I expect you to do better? And it's different because they put in the groundwork to learn and grow and understand why that was wrong and took the time to become better people. And had it not been for some dumbasses and cancel culture, something that affects K-pop, hip-hop, today's world, everything, and, and that's why we're talking about it, some dumbass and cancel culture decides the, the like bring it back up changed their youtube like music video titles to like say they're racist and stand these other groups and, and I'm just I was sitting there so in my feelings for 2 seconds and then I stopped myself and I said Chase if you had never heard about this would you be upset at my move would you even have a feeling that they were racist meaning outside of an isolated incident were there other factors that you could have missed that you could have say, okay, maybe they are racist. And I could find nothing, nothing even remotely close to it. And that let me know that, that these were some young ladies who had probably either never been to America or had never really been West and, and, and really didn't know what they were doing was wrong because in some Asian cultures, I don't want to say all because I don't know all, I just know that to a certain point, blackface was and is still accepted. So when you grow up in a culture that accepts that, how can I get mad at you for not knowing that that's not accepted? Now, once you learn, you have responsibility not to do it, um, and they have. So I expressed that, those same sentiments I just told you, in, um, in a much more elegant tone. I expressed that on a K-pop you know, YouTube page that I hadn't used in five months because I just really got tired of the drama in that circle and never being able to really speak my mind, because people have always gotten their feelings over it, I discussed that and I got tons of great feedback, tons of people who agreed and are thanking me for, for, for my opinion. And Man, it feels good to know that some of you guys out there feel just like I do. You're sick and tired of seeing this shit happen. You're sick and tired of seeing everything that's going on, so thank you to the Mama Moose fans who told me that they were thankful. Um, I love moments like this because it, it reminds me that I have a voice. And sometimes I forget that's all I ever wanted. Never cared to be famous, never cared to be rich, never cared to do any of that. I just wanted to have a voice and to feel like someone was listening. And now they are. So that's our K-pop moment for the week. Let me know what you guys think. Share this with you, with your friends, please. DM me on on um, Instagram at operator underscore 16. Let me know what you think about this. Um, and we're just going to keep it all rolling back to the hip hop. Sc- That's a car. Sorry if I hurt your ears. <laughs> DJ Khaled is in his feelings. I was going to lead w- w- with this topic, but I wanted to kind of wait because I wanted to... I wanted to make it clear what I'm about to say. DJ Khaled is the worst kind of successful person. They're successful. He is the fem the male Nicki Minaj. Remember when Nicki debuted at like number two, and was so upset baby because she felt like she should have had number one and she didn't understand why she was second and you know it was going off and all these people about it like publicly yada 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 right DJ Khaled did, did the same thing he, he just didn't do it publicly for the most part he did it to to his label see DJ Khaled lives in this old school mentality that says if I produce the most radio sounding single that people will 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 listen to it and that's simply not the full case anymore while there is a lot of people and a lot of um a lot of folks that listen to the radio and don't mind that kind of you know records that you'll hear everywhere as he said in that stupid um now deleted video throwing shade at tyler Yes, there are people who still listen to that kind of music, but there are also a, a lot of people who like the streaming services because it's different. You can listen to people who, who aren't on the radio, and it is somewhat mysterious. And the reason why Tyler's album is better than DJ Khaled is because DJ Khaled's is just a mass-produced like compilation album with like 20-plus artists. You can tell they were never in the same place. Like A lot of it feels forced. It's decent, but it's nothing that you're going to be like, wow, about. Tower of the Creator, you can tell, put this project together by himself. And I love that. I love people who are able to just put it all together by themselves. Because I'm not even that talented. So, for you to get mad, you being DJ Khaled, to get mad because someone with an artistic masterpiece beat your... Compilation album and go on your label and act like a big old kid and and then publicly like throw this shade, but you're supposed to be about peace, love and positivity. You just let me know like you would never anything other th- than than this person. Everything's all good as long as you're on top and you're successful and you're the one people are listening to. But when someone else is outshining you or doing better or, or you know or has an album uh, ahead of you. That's when you really see a person's true colors and see what a person is made of. Not when they've reached success, but after the success isn't as successful as they think it should be. Meaning when it starts to slow down, how do you react to that? Two things that really show you how a person is. How they are on the way up to success and how they are on the way down from success. And Cal looking a little suspicious out here in the streets, if you ask me. Alright? That's just how I feel about it. It's how, I, it's how I roll, kids. Thank you all for listening this week. In the past month and a half, I've done a lot of soul searching. And I realized that there's so much going on in, in my life. And this is something that I'm dedicated to, and now that I feel like I I I have a much better like grasp on how to manage everything that I have to do, I would like to still be here if you guys will 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 have me. So before we start our last topic, I just want to say thank you, and our last topic for this week is the new hot lady on the block see every now and again we have to remake these people right so what sells mainstream in hip-hop when it comes to women sex loud mouth like sassy long colorful hair like i'm depicting a type here but you know like it's it's the loud outspoken Big booty, like I could fuck you better than than her chick, right? And and before, and I don't say that to say this artist is bad because she isn't because she can rap her fucking ass off. I say that to to say it kind of makes sense what's going on with her right now because of her image, if you ask me. So if you're not into like who's about to really blow in, in hip hop, Meg the Stallion. I believe she's she from Houston, which I should know this because I'm also from Texas, so if I'm wrong, please forgive me. I don't want anyone up my ass about it. She basically, I don't want to say got exposed, because that's such a bad term to use, but it basically was revealed that she has some help writing songs. Whatever. Right? There are very few artists in the world Rap-wise or any genre That can say I penned 100% of whatever I ever sang Or like Rapped or composed Like very very few Damn near none Like it does not happen But it comes out and she's like defensive of it And tries to like claim that She writes all her own stuff Even though we have other people You know who shall remain nameless um, Even though she did kind of Put, put the cat out the bag that, you know, said that she helped. You know, write this song and and part of this song. And then once it comes out that she actually did has has help, the the narrative switches to, well, I just have help writing hooks. And I feel like that's a cover up. Because when you have this, not basic image, but an image that can be, very very easily like like redone. We've seen it. Like we've seen the Nicki types and the Cardi types. Only difference between Meg and Stallion is that Meg can can literally wrap her fucking ass off. And and do believe Meg is like a more down to a person, but she she still operates in that like sassy, overly sex appeal like like market of women in hip hop right right now. And so I just don't believe that it was just hooks Be, because Juicy J produced like a, a, some of it from what I know, at least the track that I'm talking about. I don't know if, if the whole album is ghost but I know Juicy J produced at least the track in question. I know for a fact someone else wrote the hook and other people are saying you didn't write the verse or you don't write many of your own verses. And I just don't understand why it's such a big deal. Like, just come out and say, yes, guys, I'm a rapper who gets help writing verses. I don't always write 100% of everything that I write, but when I do write, I try to make sure that it's it's quality. Half of being an artist is not only the words that you say, but how you say them. And some of y'all probably could use a few ghostwriters to help y'all sound better. Like Cardi said, she and so many other people use ghostwriters for hooks because hooks are are what hooks are what draw people in. People don't yes they remember like verses, but the hook is what draws people in. It's what draws in radio, gets people to like replay it a hell of a lot. So a lot of times they'll they'll write they'll bring in hook writers. One of the most popular, Stara, S T A. R-R-A-H Stara I think her Instagram is at where is Stara or something like that she's easily ghostwritten probably like half of the songs that you that have gone like top 10 in the past few years like really popular songs in the past few years she's probably had her pin on on, a, on at least a good number of them like it's not as wild as people say this like it's just that in hip-hop, we have this stupid rule that, 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 you know, or, like, unwritten rule that it has to be written by you because that's the real test of hip-hop. Blah, 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 blah. I don't care that Meg Thee Stallion has a ghostwriter. I care that Meg Thee Stallion will not come out and openly admit she does not write all her own verses because of the stigma attached to doing so in hip-hop. So, my question for you at the end of this 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 episode is does ghost writing matter in hip hop? That's what I want you to think about. That's what I want to burn into your brains this week. Does ghost writing matter in hip hop? Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being here with me. Once again, I am Operator 16. I am a podcaster. I am a poet. I am a blogger. Please, please, please go stream all my music. I will put the link in the description. That is my website through my distributor that has all of my music, all of my social media links. I will put it all in the description of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. I am Operator 16, and this is Awkward Kids, the podcast.